you mean to tell me cryptocurrency people may not be trustworthy? Today I'm talking about Trust No One, The Hunt for the Crypto King. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about a recent documentary that showed up on Netflix and kind of became one of their top ten for a bit. I don't know if it's still there, but it's called Trust No One, The Hunt for the Crypto King, which is a very uh, enticing title. Uh, but uh, I thought I enjoyed this documentary more than I thought it would because it does get into a lot of the problems with Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, blockchain, and all of that. So without further ado, let's get started. Recently, it feels like living on the internet means you need to know what things like Bitcoin, blockchain, and cryptocurrency are. If only so you can debunk ridiculous claims or have a handy sheet of references and older relatives, who knows you do stuff on the internet for work, can read that instead of asking you again. And in case I haven't made it clear, I'm not a fan of any of it. Even the stuff that works as intended has giant problems when it comes to security, false scarcity, environmental impact, and scams. And that's before we get into the dumb waters of NFTs. The cryptosphere is full of grifters looking to one-up one another at every turn. Which is exactly why today's documentary, Trust No One, The Hunt for the Crypto King, resonated. The film dives into the conspiracy theory surrounding the death of Jerry Cotton, a cryptocurrency evangelist and exchange founder who unexpectedly died overseas and seemingly took $250 million in investments in his exchange to his grave. Or did he? I think this movie is a lot better than it was trying to be, at least at first. I know this sounds unkind, but hear me out. Much like the second Borat movie, Trust No One has a simple structure that just so happens to highlight the problems with the communities that it is talking to. The movie begins with the basic facts about what happened, what blockchain, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency are, so you know what kind of product Jerry Cotton created and the community he was a part of, his death and the reaction to his death. What's so telling is how the first response from this community is conspiracy theories. And I think this movie does an excellent job of explaining how and why this happens, especially with groups like these, by letting each of these new theories play out for most of the movie. At first glance, Jerry's death plays sounds like a freak occurrence, with a medical issue he didn't publicize. But we learn, right off the bat, that Jerry's death locked out users of over $250 million in investments. And while it's never said out loud, the people who lost money in this situation have two options. You can either accept the reported truth, or start making your own. And from here, it's a wild journey, as we watch the blame shift to his widow, to Jerry actually being alive, to Jerry using his wife as a shadow, then details about how Jerry was, in essence, a con artist who conned an awful lot of people, and finally back to the hard details of the illness that led to his passing and back. And I want to point something out here that, again, the movie amplifies. Blockchain, cryptocurrency guys, and Bitcoin guys, yeah, it's almost all guys, are the perfect petri dish for conspiracy theories. To start, the basic concept behind this technology is to escape from existing power structures, where rules hold people down and make and create value at will. And while that's not necessarily an invalid look at world banking systems, it is also very simplistic and also means that the people who buy into this technology are both looking to make money without rules on how they do it 
and already prone to conspiratorial thought. And that's the first problem. The second problem is that this space and work is awash in fraud and scams. You don't need to dive in to learn how normalized fraud and deception are in cryptocurrency, whether it's standard dump and pump schemes, or rather pump and dump schemes, stealing someone's wallet, or beyond, it is impossible to state how rampant abuse like this is. Making matters worse, as the, as the first points out, is that Gary Cotton absolutely scanned people out of their real-world money to put in the cryptocurrency exchange he managed. And at that point, your brain has a couple of options. You can either admit defeat, admit that you were conned by a regular-looking and average guy, and try to recover, recover financially. Or you can create an explanation that makes you sound smarter, or keeps the hope of your money being available alive. Being defeated by an average con artist is one thing. Being beaten by a criminal mastermind who faked his own death is another. If he's alive, maybe we can get all of that crypto I lost money on. The problem wasn't me or the tech if this guy's skill or if this it was this guy's skill and deception and only that. In essence, the movie is about of persistently online and allegedly smart investors who are doing everything they can to avoid ego death. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.